Estimate Rocket Radio, podcast number 18. We really try to operate from just a place of, of serving our customers, our team, and our, our, you know, our employees, our painters, our subcontractors, mm-hmm. you know, and doing it with integrity. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. My name is Kathy, and I'm a co-owner here at Estimate Rocket. It's my pleasure to be your host today. We could not be more excited to have with us Eric Barstow. Eric, hello. How are you? Hey, Kathy. I'm doing great. How are you? (laughs) Good, good. We're thrilled to have you here. Um, Eric is the co-owner of Foothills Painting, and he is also the founder of Painting Business Pro. While working for a painting company in college, Eric earned a degree in economics and business. Once he graduated from college, he decided to launch his own painting company. Wow, you're making the rest of us look pretty bad here. You, you know, you're, you're setting the bar very, very high, Eric. So um, let's start by telling us, you know, the journey that you went through, the thought process of graduating from college and then starting your own business. Um, yeah, so basically the, the painting company I worked for was one of those college uh, student painting companies yep. called College Works Painting was the, was the one in particular I worked at. And I worked there for six years. Um, an amazing experience. Um, just a, a super, super grateful for the opportunity I had there. Um, basically what I did as a, as an 18 year old was I, I knocked doors, you know, did the estimates, sold the jobs, hired the painters, managed the jobs and and made profit. And, um, it was just an incredible learning experience. So I, and I got promoted, I got an opportunity to to be kind of a coach or mentor to other college students the following year and just kind of kept on that path all six years. So I ended up training about a hundred college students over the, over that time and did about two and a half million dollars worth of business and built a great skill set and learned a lot about the business side of really just business in general. But of course, you know, we're doing in the painting industry. And the last year I was with the company, I was one of three people who kind of spearheaded building a new business model for the company where we would have college students just do the marketing and sales. And we worked with subcontractors to paint the houses, which turned out to be a much better experience for our customers than a bunch of college kids who didn't really know how to paint well doing the painting. So um, anyways, that last year I was with the company was, was, was great. I graduated college. I finished and I'm like, you know what? I, I don't want to get a real job. So I'll <laughs> start a painting business because I know that I can, you know, do it part time and make 50 grand like pretty easily. Like I just hadn't learned how to do that. So that's, that's literally what I did. Um, you know, I did about 150,000 in business. I had, uh, you know, a guy that worked with me in college, he was doing some of the estimates. So he sold most of the jobs. I had a subcontractor, you know, who, who did all of the work for me. Um, and I made about 50 grand and I worked very little. And then the next year, you know, my sales guy wanted to, um, kind of scale up. He had a buddy who wanted to do uh, the same thing he was doing. And I was like, yeah, sure. He can do it. So and then I had another guy hit me up and it was like, Hey, Eric, I'd, I'd love to come and just oversee all your projects for you. And so all of a sudden I had a three person team, um, 
you know, running, running the show. So they were generating their own leads and doing their own estimates. And then they would meet with me once a week and I would, I would work with my project manager to hand off the jobs. And it, it really started as just a, Hey, this is a way for me not to get a real job. And over the years, the company's grown and grown and grown. And obviously I'm, I'm all the way in on the painting industry at this point, which I'm sure we'll get into. So that's now, did you tell me that you have four companies now? Right, right now, yeah, we've started 16 painting companies in the last few years. Um, we closed eight from just mistakes. Mostly it was choosing bad people to go into business with. Um, and we were, we were a little too early to be growing like that. So we haven't started a new company since 2017. Um, so we've started 16, we closed eight, we sold four, and mm-hmm. we operate four. And those four companies grew about 20% this year during COVID, which was really good considering we used to get about 60% of our business from door-to-door marketing and we didn't do door-to-door this year and we still grew. So, um, in the pandemic, so, um, we're rocking. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. I, I definitely want to talk about your YouTube channel because your, your stats are pretty extraordinary, but, um, tell our, tell our listeners, how did you go from, um, so owning your own businesses, painting businesses to starting up painting business pro kind of happened, uh, initially by accident, mm-hmm. you could say, um, I wanted just to, I just wanted to learn. So this was in like 2012, 13. I just wanted to learn the internet. Essentially. I wanted to learn online business and, I'm like, well, what, what, what can I do just to learn? You know, cause in my experience, you gotta, you gotta actually, you can't just learn it intellectually. You, you apply it. Right. So we're going to apply this to, and I thought, well, there's nothing, you know, what I've literally done for the last several years is teach people to start and build a painting business. Cause not only did I do that in college, but one of the other businesses I started along with my painting company was a consulting business. And I was consulting service companies around Colorado, helping mm-hmm. them grow their business. And so I had just been teaching people how to start and build their painting company and also other trade companies. It's all I'd done for eight years. So I'm like, well, I guess that's what I'll do. I'll teach people how to start a painting business. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think it would really be much, which was fine. I didn't, I didn't care about that. I just wanted to learn. And uh, then people started buying my program, Wow. which I expected, but I didn't expect many would. Mm-hmm. And then I started having more people buy the program. And then the more I learned about doing business online, I started to write some articles and then I started to make some YouTube videos and then I started to write some emails. And mm-hmm. the more I, I kind of slow and I did it very, very slowly because I didn't, I didn't put all my eggs in this basket because I didn't expect it to be much. The more I did though, the bigger it got, the bigger it got, the more people went through my programs, the more people went through my programs, the more amazing success stories I kept hearing, the more it motivated me to improve the programs and take it more seriously. And um, it's just grown and grown and grown to the point where now I, I think it's, uh, there's, there's just a lot of really exciting things that we're doing. Um, the success stories blow my mind on a daily basis. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's turned into a whole, a whole, whole thing. Yeah. So I'm not going to say it. I want you to say it. Tell us how many followers you have on YouTube. Cause it's pretty extraordinary. There's like 26,000 subscribers <laughs> on the YouTube channel now, which is, wow. you know, certainly more than I ever thought. Um, you know, one thing I'll, I'll mention too is what I don't teach people is, is the trade, you know? So there's guys like Chris, 
with the Idaho, you know, formerly kind of the Idaho painter. Now he does paint life TV. He does an amazing job teaching people the trade and, you know, getting into the, the weeds about the trade and painting and equipment and materials and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. What I do is I teach people business. You know, I teach marketing and business planning and strategy and managing people and recruiting and, you know, staffing and all, all the business side of this industry. So. so you're tackling really tough issues, hiring, yeah. building a team. You know, if I hear anything over and over again from our estimate rocket users, it's, oh, are there, is there a secret formula to hiring and building a team? Is that a question? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. No, do you not. have any? Do you have uh, any pearls of wisdom there? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think how, it's hard to answer that because anything I say won't really be that useful because okay. it's more complicated than than something simple. So when you say formula or people say that, it's it's like yeah. Kind of, you know, like there is a system, there is a lot of strategy, there are good, there's better ways to design your offer for how to find people. There's, mm-hmm. there's ways to write a better job post to attract better people. There's definitely ways to interview to find, you know, whether someone's going to work out or not before you hire them. So there's a lot of, a lot of things that work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, the, in my, what I say is it's one of the hardest skills to learn and develop is right. building teams. Yes. And for me, when I say building teams, I'm talking about recruiting. So hiring and recruiting. So finding right. good people, but you can't just find good people. You then need to train them mm-hmm. and training people is not an easy thing to do. No. And then you need to manage them and empower them and continue to develop people and give them opportunities and right. retain people. And that's the whole world of team building it's the hardest skill that people will learn in business. Um, at least for most people, there's probably harder skills, but that's a bottleneck. That's a hurdle that trips up a lot of business owners. Right. And it's tough, but when you do learn how to build teams, it unlocks so many opportunities for building your business and, and really designing your lifestyle too. So, well, and really the growth becomes exponential at that point. Mm-hmm. You agree? Yeah, completely. And, it, and, and without figuring it out, growth becomes not possible. Exactly. And if you're not growing, you're dying. There's no status quo in any business. Yeah. Um, so tell me, why did you start a YouTube channel? Um, I mean, honestly, initially it was, uh, it was because I wanted to, uh, I want, I made four videos originally. It was why should you, why why start a painting business? Okay. Um, how to get leads, how to sell and how to hire subcontractors. Okay. And it was, it was because I had, uh, at the time, so this was really early on. I'm I'm almost embarrassed to tell this, but (laughs) no, you have to um, tell us. Yeah, but we, we were starting Painter Choice. You know, it's a marketing company uh, I run with my, my business partner, Chandler. Yeah. And I had a, a customer who had bought my Painting Business Pro training course. He started his business. And back in 2013, I just thought you had to go door to door. And this guy's like, Eric, I, his name is Ashan. He's like, I don't want to go door to door, man. I'm like, okay, well, I've got this marketing company and I can get you leads. 
but I don't want you to spend money with us unless I know you're going to succeed. So um, let me, you know, so here, here's what we're going to do. We'll, we'll get you signed up for it. And I'm going to just make sure you go over the right parts of the, my, my training course so that your sales process is solid so that you actually win jobs from it. Mm-hmm. So anyways, he got his very first lead from us. He booked a $2,700 job. He got his, his contractor out there, subcontractor, painted it for 1700 bucks, And he made $1,000 in like the first two days. Oh gosh. And, and I'm like, oh my God, there we go. And I'm like, well, Chandler, <laughs> this is how we're going to get more customers, man. Like we're going to help people, you know, start their company and they'll use this service to start a company. It's one other way for us to get customers early on, which by the way, I would not recommend as a way to build your business. But that is what prompted me to make the very first couple YouTube videos was um, to market to find customers for Painter Choice. Wow. And uh, that's actually what really got Painting Business Pro going was okay. YouTube videos. And people liked them. And so I started making more and more and more. And still to this day, one of the, it's the, it was one of the first videos I ever made. It was how to bid or estimate an interior paint job. Like that was one of my first like 10 videos. And okay. it looks so bad. It was on a crappy <laughs> camera. With, a, with crappy audio on a little crappy whiteboard. And if I knew it was going to have hundreds of thousands of people viewing it, uh, I would have done that a little differently. But, um, but yeah, so I started it again. That a lot of this was just random, random luck. Well, you know what they say. The harder you work, the luckier you get. Yeah. A lot, um, of, hard, a lot of hardworking people who don't get lucky too. Yeah, I know. I know. And we try to help we try to help everyone just like as you do. So, um, you know, our, we both are motivated, I think, um, quite, quite the same. Uh, so I want to ask you a question. Um, what social media platforms do you like besides YouTube? Do you, do you use, um, Instagram? Do you use for what TikTok? I'm just saying what social media platforms do you tend to like? Like for a business or for a personal? Um, business. Because I don't really like any of them for personal. I don't really use social media a whole lot. Yeah, we um, don't either. But from a business standpoint, it really depends on the business. Okay. So, you know, for commercial painting, mm-hmm. it's all about LinkedIn. Yeah. For residential painting, Facebook is seems to be the best one. Mm-hmm. And then for the business I'm in where I'm educating people, YouTube is, is great. Yep. Um, but it's hard to ignore any of them. You know, if you're really building a business, it's hard to ignore any of them at this point because there's value in all of them. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, I think it also kind of starts with your intentions. Yeah. And I think uh, one of the reasons why I like Instagram is because you can have these short snippets and you're not there for 15 minutes. You can be there for less than a minute, 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And you can get a point across to someone. Um, and so I think business has a place there. I'm just not sure, you know, how, um, how I don't know. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, so let me ask you about this, Eric. Not that I want to dwell on on negativity, but you know, this year was the year of the pandemic. And so, you know, when you're coaching your students, um, what are three or four tips that you can share with the Estimate Rocket community on how you steered and how you guided um, all of your followers 
to, to be strong and you're going to get through this. And there's so many things you can do when everything is shut down, like training your, your team, <laughs> team building and all that. But, but what, what did you do with your, with your followers? It's such a hard question to answer easily mm-hmm. because it really changed every week when there was a lot of uncertainty at the beginning of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, gosh, and, and it's, it's different how I handled it just personally mm-hmm. and then how I handled it with my team and mm-hmm. my companies. And mm-hmm. then what I did for, you know, you said, you know, followers or whether it's, you know, my painting business pro members or people on my email list. So personally, I think it all has to start with you. You know, if your head's not on straight, you're not going to be effective as a leader anyway. Right. Right. And, you know, for me, a lot of that, what that looked like was trying to disseminate the facts Mm -hmm. from the panic and the worry and the hypotheticals. Right. And, and literally taking it, taking it a day at a time and, and being willing to be decisive and seek out other opinions. And, you know, we really tried to operate from just a place of, of serving our customers, our team and our, our, you know, our employees, our painters, our subcontractors, mm-hmm. you know, and doing it with integrity, you know, where we're so and that, that just changed daily. I mean, it, it was crazy at the beginning. So just keeping up with information, talking to a lot of people to make sure I was dealing with facts. And then just, we, we kept, we did a lot of, so then looking into my team, we did a lot of company-wide calls, you know, sometimes twice a week where we get 30 people on and say, Hey, you know, this is where our policies now, this is where we stand. All right, let's all go forward in this direction. And then two days later, I'm like, okay, you know, we talked about two days ago, that's all off the table. Now this is the plan mm-hmm. because it really was changing that quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and until, and we kept just keeping everyone very up to date. And then in terms of, you know, all my members, my email list, it was a lot of like, look, here's, you know, I, I try to take the big picture approach at your business. Like you're, you're going to spend some percentage of your time on your business, like working on it, building systems, training people. Mm-hmm. Um, so just do more of that now during lockdown and, you know, because you can't be painting houses. So it was just a matter of rearranging things. So that's actually what prompted me to build the, the painting business pro commercial painting course was mm-hmm. I saw it as a great opportunity for me to go and build our commercial painting model. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to just go start doing commercial painting. I wanted to do a lot of homework and, and think through if, who's our target, what kind of jobs we want, how do we get them, how do we bid them, how do we win them, how do we produce them, you know, build that whole model before we started doing it so we could have, avoid a lot of the hard-earned lessons in commercial work that's, that's one thing I did, you know, when, mm-hmm. when things changed as our, as our game plan had to change, it wasn't going to be focused on, you know, let's grow as big as we can this year. It was, all right, let's make sure we keep our guys as busy as we can. We serve our customers. We do it safely. We take care of our team. We don't lay anyone off and, and we didn't, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, that's the best I can probably do to answer in the question. Cause it really was, there was a lot, there's a lot, uh, I mean, as a full-time job managing right. it and, and seeing how, how do I lead and what do, what does my team name, uh, my team need and what decisions do we make? It was, it really was full-time and it changed a lot. And, you know, well, I think, I think teams, 
need to see a very strong focused leader. So I think you checked a big box on that one. Um, with Estimate Rocket, we were guiding our customers through remote estimating. Uh, you can get um, your estimate signed electronically uh, through Estimate Rocket. So we were getting signed contracts. We were getting deposits taken so that the deposits went right into the um, painters and contractors uh, bank accounts. So what they did was they told their customers, we're booking our business out as soon as the as soon as the ban lifts, they would get priority on the schedule. So by the time the ban lifted, our contractors had two, three months worth of full schedules on the calendar. So they just opened their doors, got in their trucks, and they started uh, working right away. So that was really nice that we could get them remote estimating. Very, very yeah. Good. From a yeah, from a, a like specific standpoint. That, that's what we did. Yeah, we switched everything okay. to virtual estimates. We, we changed our whole, we revamped our entire sales process to okay. do everything contact free. So we would mm -hmm. like, we'd set up an estimate, we'd go walk the house, take a ton of pictures, estimate the job, we'd come back, we'd build a PowerPoint presentation. Awesome. And then we'd get on a Zoom call with our customer so we could virtually walk them around their house and mm -hmm. show them the problems we found and mm -hmm. work up, hey, do you want us to include that or not that? And that's how we'd customize it. And then we'd literally pause the Zoom meeting for a minute, write up their digital contract, and then review it with them on the Zoom <laughs> meeting. So, yeah, so we moved totally, totally digital, and we still do. I think we'll keep a lot of that around because honestly, we were able to we were able to do estimates, which we used to just meet with you know the the wife because the husband was at work, for example. And now all of a sudden, we could meet with both of them on a Zoom call in the middle of the day. So it kind of uh. And it was a less less of a time commitment for our customers that way because they didn't need to block off the time for us to be like walking the house as well. That's so. right. That's right. There's some real benefits for you because sure. you're not driving all around. If you can remote estimate, you know that saves a huge amount of time for your people. Yeah, and then the other thing too that was good, uh, you know, kind of a win is obviously we built our commercial painting model, which we're really excited about, and we're starting to win some big jobs from that. And mm -hmm. then the other thing is since we couldn't do door to door, it really forced us to. Um, capitalize on everything else marketing wise that wasn't door to door. And, uh, you know, as soon as we can bring our door to door operations back, like we're going to grow like bonkers. So that was <laughs> yeah, cool. you'll have, you'll have everyone, you'll be contacting everyone in every way possible. Right. So that will be fun. Um, yeah. So, so, um, so basically, you know, why would, anyone go back to the way it was before and and most companies now i think eric are going to have their most of their workforce working remote i know in boston because we're our corporate offices outside of boston yeah. the boston companies are saying that they're not even going to consider allowing people to come back into the office at least for a year so you've got people working out of their house and living out of their house and I don't know about you, but I'm hearing my customers have so much work, it's not even funny because everyone wants to update, paint, um, you know, just work on their homes to make them look nice. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> we're, we're very lucky the industry we are in. You know, yeah. if, that's, if there's anything that we learned, it's that, uh, and actually this is one of the, to circle back to the beginning of our conversation, you mm -hmm. asked me why I started a painting business. 
Mm-hmm. And for the first three years after I started my painting company, I tried to start about a million other things. I didn't, I didn't want to be in this business. Um, and, you know, partly because it wasn't cool. You know, like when I was teaching college kids, like we, that was part of our pitch. Like, Hey, you don't want to, we don't, we're not teaching this cause it's not, it's not cool. You don't want to do this long term. So anyways, the point is I was looking for a bunch of other home run businesses and my painting company kept growing and growing. And there was a, I remember even where I was driving when it finally like hit me. I'm like, you know what? I've been looking for like some other business that I can go and just crush. And you know, it's got this home run, huge opportunity. And first thing I realized there's no such thing as overnight success. And even though you say that, like you still, I still find myself looking for it. Um, but I just, it just occurred to me what an incredible industry this is and what a huge opportunity there is in the painting industry and the trades in general. Right. It's just a huge, huge, huge market and business. It's mm-hmm. growing. Mm-hmm. It's not going anywhere. It's in many ways like recession proof. We mm-hmm. found to some degree it's COVID proof. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's a really, really good place to be and really good industry to be in. And, you know, the bad news is, you know, there's, there's a lot of problems with it, mm-hmm. um, with the trades and the painting industry, but that's also the good news. That's where there's opportunity, you know, is there's a, a lack of professionalism. We need better training for people. We need better service for customers. There's, mm-hmm. there's too much bad, uh, there's too much bad, you know, customer experiences out there and bad employee experiences and too many contractors who are overworked and, you know, working themselves to the bone. And, you know, there's a lot of issues that there's a lot of room to improve. So I think that's the, that's part of what makes it such a huge opportunity in the trades, but. Right. Right. Well, that's why we, we serve the service contractor because, um, you know, we feel that we can directly impact their lives through this product and that's what's most exciting about working in this industry for us yeah so eric um i want you to tell our listeners uh where can they go what is your website address Uh, if you want to give them your email address as well i want to see if we can drive as many people to you as possible well my website's paintingbusinesspro.com you can email me, Eric, E-R-I-C, at paintingbusinesspro.com. I, I respond and answer all my emails personally. Um, there's a bunch of stuff, resources on the website, you know, depending on where you're at in mm-hmm. your business. Um, so, I mean, I guess I'll leave it at that. Basically, I'm, I'm here to help people build a better painting company. And, you know, I do that by teaching you how to build better, better systems in your business from the business side of things, business planning and strategy, estimating pricing, marketing, sales, production management, administrative, and then team building and, you know, just what's your strategy and all that. So there's, that's what I'm passionate about. That's what I'm really good at. And uh, I'm happy to help anybody I can. So. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking this time with us. We really appreciate it, Eric. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's great talking with you. All right. Have a great day, Eric. You too. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com.